This is what happens when you're the new guy. I'm still the new guy, so I don't have enough time built in yet to where I can be walking around and I can be off too. But that's coming. Give me time. That's coming. In any event, I hope everybody's having a very good Labor Day so far. You should not be laboring. If you are laboring, then you're with me. <laughs> Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page, and you can pick up the podcast on the free Odyssey app. It don't cost nothing. I think the mic's open. Will, is the mic open? Okay. I, mine is, but is yours? Okay. All right. I just hear a little bit of a, might be me. Anyway, San Francisco, the Bay Area, they are evolving. You know, everybody thought San Francisco was going to be the next Detroit. They're not going to be the next Detroit. They're going to be the next Somalia. You get this from a trade journal called Boat Blurb. It's a headline you don't expect to see in North America, but pirates are now operating in San Francisco Bay. <laughs> R. Major news outlets, including the San Francisco Chronicle, CBS News, and ABC, have all reported the sudden appearance of thieves and marauders targeting marinas and boaters under the cover of darkness. According to ABC, thieves are arriving at night aboard small watercraft and using bolt cutters and other break-in tools to gain access to unoccupied boats. Several sailboats have been stolen, as well as small watercraft dinghies, tools, and outboard motors. Boat owners are blaming nearby homeless encampments, while police so have so far declined to issue a public statement. They're also pointing the finger at anchor outs, people who keep boats, which are often stolen and live rent-free by continually moving their anchor location to avoid police. According to both boaters and coastal residents, crime has skyrocketed over the last six months. So now in San Francisco, in addition to the fact that you've got to watch your car and you got to watch your you got to watch your your six and you got to watch the ground for where you're walking and you're probably going to get beat up or accosted by some homeless person that needs the next drug fix now if you have a boat well they're going to they're going to board you and steal you and some of these armed robbers that are operating in in uh, San Francisco they have been connected to the cartels coming out of Mexico so I guess they're getting boats, too. According to the Daily Mail. Why does the Daily Mail write so much about the United States? I don't know. I got stuff about England, too, just to be even with them. Boat and yacht owners who spoke with the San Francisco Chronicle regarding the shocking rise in water theft incidents described it as the Wild West. It's almost as if you were on a ship and there were pirates out there and there's no government, no one to protect you, said Steve McFessel from a local harbor. We've all gotten to the point where we know there is going to be no response from police, said boat owner Jonathan DeLong. You get what you vote for, people. This is what you voted for. You wanted London Breed? Congratulations. You wanted to defund the police? Congratulations. You wanted to provide clean syringes to the heroin addicts and the fentanyl smokers and all these other yahoos that you got there? Congratulations. You got it. Enjoy. You've got all kinds of wide open retail space now. You probably got, you're probably going to get more wide open living space as well as the rest of the normal people continue to move out. There's a few in there, I'm sure. You can blame it on the homeless. But the method described in many cases seems to be organized criminal groups 
some of which employ bums on drugs. This is the way the Somalia pirate masters once employed the impoverished fishermen high on gat, or cat as they called it, to do the, the dirty work. Just go watch the movie Captain Phillips, the Somalia origin actors whose performance was very, very persuasive there. Somalia actually got rid of their pirate problem, though several years ago, and we've not heard much from them since. But it doesn't matter because we got it happening now in the Bay Area, chiefly around Oakland, where the worst of it is. To follow that model, more cops, a determined court system, and a international assistance, perhaps, in in California and in in L.A., in San Francisco, in Oakland. If you call a cop, they're going to, you know, they're going to take their time. If it's actually something really kinetic going on, they're probably going to take their time until they have a good enough mass of them to go. And then they're going to show up a long time after things happen. So they can't even get a cop to come when they're in the act of being robbed by an actual sea, sea pirate. Things are bad in Oakland if the Oakland Raiders left there. You know, they went to Las Vegas. It should Nobody should be surprised that it has come to this. <laughs> nobody should be surprised about this. Uh, this is the thing. Uh, you've already got the organized criminal groups that have been doing the mass lootings. Now you've got the you've got the cars that are just you know driving down the street, jumping out of a car, but smash and grab, smash and grab, smash and grab. Cop, smash and grab, smash and grab. You know, they've targeted major retailers the way the Somali pirates targeted major ships. They've also targeted homes and cars, and they're working in pairs with cars and chase cars in designated areas, looking for specific valuables that can be fenced. If you want to see some of this, just go look at the ring camera feeds coming out of San Francisco. It's the same with large retail. In, in, in San Francisco and in Oakland and in L.A., the new thing now is to get counterfeit watches and jewelry. Because you'll be sitting there in this, quote-unquote, fine dining experience. I'm going to tell you how to make it a fine dining experience in just a second. But you'll be sitting there in this fine dining experience, and you're sitting there and you got your Rolex on, you got that big rock on your hand. You got that. You got that gold chain on your wrist and everything. And you're sitting there. And you're the typical Hollywood cool dude. And then somebody's going to run up beside you to snatch it right off of you. You you don't even have to get out of your chair. So now the uh, the new thing is to wear counterfeits of uh, the stuff that you actually own. There's two things that are selling like gangbusters in California right now in the ritzy places with the with the well-to-do um, counterfeit jewelry and guns. So, you've got gangs that specialize in cat burglaries, and that's growing even more common. Who could be surprised that boats, which are much more vulnerable than other kinds of properties, would be the next branch out? And the shocking thing is that this thievery, retail, and almost certainly the other kinds of thefts, given the similar methodology, the bums, the drugs, casings, targetings, coordinated robbery, cars, and chase cars, are all the work of Mexico's criminal cartels. These same people are just trafficking everything. Humans, drugs. If you're a human, they extract a fee from you. Uh, if they're just sending the drugs, well, they're already getting the fee. 
They've already made life in Mexico pure hell and uh, assassinating presidential candidates in places like Ecuador. And the U.S. under Joe Biden, well, there's just no stopping them there. The solid blue cities, they don't have the will to apprehend and punish any criminal. They don't even know how to do it because they fired everybody that knew how to do it. And this is a very wretched state of affairs at a place like Somalia could get rid of their pirate problem in less than a decade. But there's not a scintilla of hope for San Francisco's Bay Area based on the blue cities. They're just not going to reform themselves. They're not going to get out there and say, okay, we got to do this. we got to stop doing this. we got to stop allowing this. They're going to continue to call the thieves and the pirates. They're not victims. They're not victims of society. Unfortunately, the uh, the policies that they have, this turns everybody that lives there, it's just a normal person, that turns them into a victim of society. But they'll just move. They'll just move. I, I, I've often wondered what happens when you don't have any more prey when you're a predator. Where do you go for your prey? It's got to be somewhere to go for the prey, right? <laughs> Uh, so you know, bear that in mind. We 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 are we are we're getting <sighs> right now in Mexico. They have paramilitary forces roaming all over the place, and they will get in pitched gun battles, pitched firefights, using fire maneuver, military tactics, and all that other stuff. We really don't want to have that here. Really, we don't. But thanks to the blue cities, we'll probably get some. Well, Hurricane Adalia has exposed yet another problem with electronic vehicles. I'm going to explore that just for a second, just for my own edification. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. It's Labor Day. And they just had a hurricane down there in Florida again, which, you know, they have a lot of hurricanes in Florida, which would be an indicator of past and present that in the past they've had hurricanes, in the present they have hurricanes, and probably in the future, in the foreseeable future, they'll be having what? Hurricanes. So, let me play something in your mind. Close your eyes unless you're driving. If you're not driving, then close your eyes. I'm going to do my best Bob Ross impression. Imagine this disturbing scenario. You live in Florida. You got plenty of dire warnings about the approach of Hurricane Adalia. Your house is a little way uphill and the storm surge wasn't quite as bad as some had predicted. You managed to get by with only some minor flooding at your place, and once they got the power back on, you should be able to start cleaning up. Two days after the storm, you walk outside only to find your car is going up in a massive fireball. Your beautiful, shiny, quiet, electric vehicle. What went wrong here? How did this happen? 
Well, as they would say in, uh, on Animal House, you messed up. You, let, you, you trusted them. You trusted Joe Biden. You bought yourself one of those fancy new electric vehicles. And the salt water and those lithium-ion batteries, they don't get along. This is not nothing new. I mean, we saw this with the last hurricane that came through Florida. That combination of salt water and lithium-ion batteries can cause the EV batteries to explode into flames. <laughs> and they don't even have to penetrate. They just sort of sit on them. Uh, some electric, uh, and uh, we, get, uh, we get this from some ABC News outlet. Some electric vehicles in Florida are bursting into flames after coming into contact with salt water. Residual saltwater particles left behind on flooded batteries and the battery components can conduct electricity, resulting in short circuits and eventual fires. Safety officials are urging EV owners with vehicles that flooded to take action now as fires can ignite weeks after flooding. Well, what kind of... What, kind of <laughs> what are you supposed to do then? Uh, if you got, if you got, uh, if you had a storm surge and you, you, you got, uh, you know, sat in a little bit of salt water. They also published a following report that showed video footage of not one, but two Teslas that burst into flames days after the flooding was over. On the weather channel, they said anyone whose EV came into contact with salt water during a dahlia should move their vehicle out of the garage immediately. I guess that's the only step you can take because you won't take down your house when, when your car burns to the ground. Does? <laughs> Where did this not get tested? I'm, 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 I'm not trying to be rhetorical here. Where did this not get tested? How is it that this little bug, and how is it that since this has happened before, I mean, this is not the first hurricane that's happened in in, uh, in Florida land where they had electric vehicles that just burst into flames later on after the, you know, the, 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 the storm surges receded. Uh, this is not the first time. So uh, did we just look at that and say, well, that's a shame and just move on? If you own an electric vehicle, <laughs> and and think about this, if you will, if you own an electric vehicle and you live in a housing development, like I, there was a there was a one guy that had an electric vehicle in the housing development. He parked it in his garage. He was a braver man than me because he parked it in his garage. I'm sure he coveted that car. I'm sure he loved it, uh, in a way that. Some people love cars. I have a car. It it serves a purpose. You know, it serves a purpose. Well, if your electric vehicle comes in contact with salt water, you now need to park it at least 50 feet away from your structure and any other structures. An electronic vehicle can turn into a fireball days or even up to two weeks later after being coming in contact with salt water. And as the salt water dries up, it leaves behind a trail of salt that can form a bridge between the terminals of the EV's batteries. And then if that causes the electricity to arc across, your battery is burning, and then that starts that thermal runaway I've talked about, and we're off to the races! So once again, Sincerely, 
how is it that they, and that's a good thing on the text line, Bill, wait till they treat snow-covered roads with salt. I'm being asked if uh, I'm not in the studio. I, if I were, it would be just as fine as wine for you to do that. But I'm not actually in the studio. I actually do the show from a bunker. <laughs> but with Tesla and Ford and all these other guys doing all this testing, I mean, Elon Musk, what were you thinking? I mean, you designed a spacecraft that will land. On I, I, What are you using? Like, you know, I'm not going to go too far with this. Did it never occur to them that sometimes cars might get wet? Or they might get wet when they salt the road? And those people that live near the ocean, you know, most of these most of these uh most of these leftist elites, they live on coastal coastal population centers. Um doesn't that mean their vehicles will be exposed to salt water as well? Occasionally deep enough to come up to the wheel wells? Cause the batteries are at the bottom of the car. So if you have an electric vehicle, I wonder if they have special insurance for these guys. On the text line, they're saying they've always said salt is bad for you. I disagree. Lack of salt is bad for you. You can have too much salt and go beyond the point, but lack of salt is bad for you. You know, that cargo ship that was out there that burned for a week that they've towed in. I don't even know if they've been even looked inside of this vehicle yet, this boat. But, I mean, it burned so hot that it blistered the paint off of the hull of the boat. Did some ocean saltwater spray get into the get into the cargo hold and, you know, get down into the battery compartment of the EVs? You know... Couldn't you cover the battery with some sort of a protective coating that would be, I don't know, salt water resistant? For as much as these things cost, is there, when you get in car, I'm going to have to call my car insurance place and just say, hey, if I were to get a, uh, if I were to get a, uh, an electric vehicle, do I have to buy salt water uh, insurance? Now I'm sure that the government will come up with a new round of subsidies via your generous tax payments to replace these cars. That's what they did with the, uh, with the banks, you know, out there when they were looking at the banks, they were like, well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll go ahead and, and cover that. Even if it's above the, uh, the FDIC limit. I just, I, I sit back and I ask myself, I mean, I know people in the gun industry, before they take a gun and put it in the market, especially these striker-fired guns like Glocks, they want it to be something called drop safe, which apparently uh, we, have to, we have to train to be clumsy now. And drop safe means that when it has a round in the chamber that you can drop it and it will not go off on its own. It will not inadvertently fire because of that concussion that it gets. And, uh, yeah, they, they, they test them laboriously, but not the electric cars, salt water. We're going to talk about the NHS. If you don't know what that is, you're going to know when I get, when you get back, this is news talk 98.9 W O R D.
All right. Who remembers little Charlie Guard? Baby Charlie Guard. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Uh, the show is streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. And the show is available as a podcast on the uh, free Odyssey app, as is Lock and Load. For those of you that listen to Lock and Load, it's available there as well. If you're looking for some, some people have VPNs and uh, the, the Odyssey app will download very easily with a VPN. Charlie Guard was a, a poor baby boy that was born in the United Kingdom and he was born with a disease that was going to kill him. And his family, his parents, looking at this, uh, a I, I believe it was an Italian doctor, said there's a chance that I could treat him. And he told everybody how much it was going to cost. And they raised the money. They raised $1.6 million. The National Health Service, which is the sort of uh, the, the centralized health care of England that everybody, everybody seems to want centralized health care. Well, they looked at young Charlie Gard and they decided that he was a ward of the state. And they told his parents, sorry, you're not taking him out of the country. He's going to be allowed to die. Now, baby Charlie, he was, uh, you know, the, the chances he had with this Italian doctor. The Italian doctor said, there's a chance I can save him. But it wasn't a big chance, and everybody knew it wasn't a big chance. But when you're a parent, you've got a baby, and there's a treatment that might save that baby, you would want that treatment. And the NHS said no. And poor baby Charlie Gard eventually passed away. That's been a little while. That's been a few years. I think that happened during Obama's presidency, if I'm not sure. I'm not, but I'm not sure. I don't remember it. I have to look it up. Well, back to the NHS today. And a UK court has ruled that a 19-year-old critically ill female patient with a rare disorder cannot make her own decisions about continuing her medical care as her family battles her doctor's desires to stop treatment and pursue end-of-life care. This uh, female, this young lady, she has a rare genetic mitochondrial disease that is progressively degenerative. And her condition is similar to that of Charlie Gard, the infant whose story, oh, this happened in 2017 during Trump's presidency. My bad. Charlie's parents lost a bid to bring him to the U.S. for an experimental treatment for his critical condition, and he died after the hospital withdrew life-saving care after a month-long, high-profile legal battle. In England, they have, uh, being a uh, being in school means you're in various levels, uh, and uh, this, this young lady, this 19-year-old, she has been a student studying for her A-levels, and she spent the past year in the ICU, dependent on a ventilator and a feeding tube. She requires regular dialysis due to chronic kidney damage from her disease. And she's currently fighting the hospital to be allowed to travel to Canada for an experimental treatment to treat her disease. Now, the Christian Legal Center, which is advocating for her, argues her case is different than guards because she is conscious and able to communicate and argue in her defense. But that doesn't matter because her doctor believes that she is actively dying and has no hope of a cure to resume life outside intensive care. They're asking the court to end her dialysis treatments and pursue uh, 
palliative care instead. The hospital told the court the 19-year-old is incapable of making decisions about her future medical care because she is under the delusion that her death is not imminent. The teen, who comes from a strong Christian family, confessed she realizes the treatment may not help extend her life, but she wants to keep fighting. And this is my wish. I want to die trying to live. We have to try everything. That would be my thought too. You gotta you gotta try everything there is. When you have exhausted everything and when you've tried everything there is out there, if all you have left is your life, you know, your 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 rest in peace, then you can go knowing that you did everything you could. Because this is definitely a premature death. Um her family spent their entire life savings. They want to go to the public to raise funds for the expensive treatment. But they cannot do that due to a transparency order requested by the hospital, which bars reporting any information which might identify this young lady, her family, or the hospital. So they're doing all of this anonymous. Can you imagine being a parent, having your daughter sitting right there beside you in her bed, being treated, telling you, I want to live, I want to try to live, help me get everything I possibly can, and the doctor says, no, 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 and no. You're under the delusion that you are. You can fight this. You cannot fight this. They can't even speak out publicly about this. And they're not allowed to ask people for prayers. They're not allowed to ask for help. I would, you know. <laughs> uh, now, uh, they're, they're, you know, in, in court this week, a judge determined the teen is able to communicate reasonably well with their doctors, with assistance from her mother, and on occasion, speech therapists. And two psychiatrists assisted her uh, or assessed her as being capable of making decisions about her future care for herself. But that doesn't matter because the judge said that this lady was this young lady was mentally incapable of making decisions for herself because she does not believe the information she's been given by her doctors. She's not following the narrative. Her parents said, uh, we're shocked to be told by the judge that our daughter does not have capacity to make decisions for herself. After all the experts have said she does, we're very distressed by this injustice. And we hope that by Jesus' grace, this will be corrected on appeal. Even in England, the chief executive of Christian Legal Center, Andrea Williams, blasted this order. She said, this is profoundly disturbing, and it demonstrates the urgent need for an overhaul into how end-of-life decisions are made in the NHS and the courts. Of course, they're not, re they're not responding to this. Some Nazis out of Florida have blown that leftist narrative about Nazis being me and you. Well, they've blown that one out of the water. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. What do you do when the peer group you're trying to lump your enemy with 
gets on a microphone and and refutes that how do you how do you deal with that one the common sense retirement planning text line is 71307 the show is streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. And uh, you can get the podcast, and you can get that podcast and Lock and Load, both on the free Odyssey app. Don't cost nothing. People that are self-describing as Nazis are picketing at Disney World. Let's go after Mickey Mouse. What's more American than that? We have to get Mickey Mouse. Uh, the media outlet is already tying them to Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. You know, the problem is nobody's stuck a mic in anybody's face till now and said, hey, uh, who do you like in 2024? Well, that's when the curtain gets pulled back on leftism. Business Insider, which makes no pretense of being anything but a Democrat-supporting media outlet, reported on the story of Nazis on parade in Orlando. They said, Neo-Nazis were marching in Florida on the Labor Day weekend, chanting, We are everywhere. The extremist hate groups Blood Tribe and the Goyam Defense League paraded in the Orlando area on Saturday. The same article explains that according to ADL, to the ADL, the main group, the Blood Tribe, worships Hitler, which means it embraces his toxic racial beliefs. Business Insider also wants you to know that it's contemptible that the founder, Christopher Pujols, was linked to the January 6th insurrection. Uh, never mind that it wasn't an insurrection in that, as that term was meant in the 1860s or defined as law today. Uh, also, the article doesn't explain link to a remarkably vague term. I mean, was he in the same country as that was happening? Especially given that he wasn't sucked into the DOJ dragnet and sent to prison along with the grandmothers and the elderly cancer victims. Even worse, according to Business Inside of the Blood Tribe, has staged anti-LGBTQ plus demonstrations. And uh, DeSantis, of course, has been pushing back against Disney's relentless open press to introduce children starting as young as two and three to the wonders of transgenderism and the other made-up isms. but So now if you're Ron DeSantis or anyone else opposed to the destructive fantasy of gender insanity, that makes you a Nazi. Now, the, the beauty of this, all these things that are being said by the Business Insider, is that none of it is based on anything they actually found out. It's not based on any sort of fact pattern. They also say that they also said that U.S. Nazis were increasingly brazen, and some had been outspoken in favor of Ron DeSantis. But as they tried to be journalistically decent, or at least claim it, they they wrote the presidential candidate argues that these individuals are not his true supporters. Well, so they stuck a mic into this guy Poolhouse's face. And they asked him who he wanted to see in 2024. And he said Joe Biden. Because Joe Biden sends bombs and missiles to Ukraine. And during World War II, the Ukrainians went, went after the Jewish race in such a way that the not, it, it made the Nazis blush. <clears throat> They, they were all in on that. They were all in on that. 
So here you have the Nazis, the, the ones that are here now, the ones that say that they're not being told they're Nazis. They're telling you that they are Nazis. They're like saying, I am a Nazi. That's what they're saying. And then they're saying, and we like Biden. We want Biden. <laughs> not Trump. Not DeSantis. Now, if you're a Democrat, you're going to ignore that. And if you're a conservative, you just sit back and say, well, I, already knew, I always knew that. <laughs> but Karl Marx is the father of modern socialism. He had a few overwhelming creeds. Capitalism is inherently evil. The state should own all the means of production as well as everything else because that's only fair. Socialism eventually gave birth to two children. Communism, which asserts that the state should own all means of production, and fascism, which asserts the state should control all means of production. So in the 1920s, Hitler created his National Socialist Party to effectuate his fascist policy. Now, both Hitler and Stalin, one a fascist and the other a communist, also made other things, integral parts of their policy. He, he, Hitler landed on the idea of wholesale, wholesale genocide. Stalin was more subtle. He executed Jewish people individually and discriminated against them in mass. So American leftism continues to have the Hitler economic policy. Because in, 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 during, during that time, a lot of corporations in Germany happily, happily got together with the government on that one in, in Germany. And they're opting, the left is also opting for Stalin's more subtle approaches to certain things. They aren't, for example, executing or imprisoning Jewish people, and they embrace those that will support the Torah only if it supports the Democrat Party platform. So, unless you are pluralistic, pro-LGBTQ+, feminist, liberal, you know, leftist, Democrat, socialist, fascist, that kind of thing. If you're not any of those things, you, you can be whatever you want to be. You can be white, black, Jewish, you can, you know, whatever you, but if you actually are fundamentally this or absolutely that, you got problems. You got problems with the left. I mean, they're not real problems because the left can't really do anything. I mean, the left is so busy playing the virtue signaler that they haven't, they forgot that, you know, Weapons training and weapons would be a, a good a good way to go to, uh, you know, Mao knew that. <laughs> but the Nazis have gotten out there and said, no, 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 we're for Biden. No, we don't like Trump. We don't like Trump. You know what? When we get into power the next time, we need to go hard. We need to get a bloody froth and just go for it. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.